0: Well, good evening. Hey, y'all go ahead and make your way
1: in, and we're going to get ready to have church tonight. Hallelujah. Make sure my phone is on vibrate. That it is. Uh, You can try. Yeah, you know, we've been doing a little tinkering in-house to make sure all our live stream stuff is good here, and I'm still... uh, Starting as many fires as I can outside the building uh, because Swift Connect told me it was Katerra's problem and they had a trouble ticket in with Katerra. So, guess what office I drove to yesterday? Katerra. Ah, well, just asking questions, you know. Well, I ain't heard about it. So, here's, I gave that guy all the details, the supervisor, he's gonna look into it, just make sure, you know. So, <laughs> just making calls, making calls. So listen, so tonight we're gonna we're gonna have, I know it's first Wednesday worship, we're gonna put some music on, but I want us to be praying as well for our nation because you know, we are still going through a presidential election, ballots are being counted, and you know, I I was telling some people earlier, regardless of which person you think should win, we need unity in the decision. It's it's you know, it's not about praying our candidate will win. We should have been praying that God's will would be done before that. The votes have been cast. And, and so now let's play, pray that there will be a unity with the decision and that, that we don't carry this thing out fighting in courts and for months because that's just going to divide our nation even more, you know. And so I put the, the appeal to heaven flag, an appeal to heaven flag up there tonight, um, and I'm, I'm going to talk about that. But uh, before I get into all of that kind of stuff, I know some of you here know Miss uh, Nora Travis. That's uh, Barbara Gaspard's uh, mother, She had passed away last night. Um, The funeral will be tomorrow at uh, Rose Neath over um, on Acton Road, and visitation will be from five to seven. They're uh, they're doing a memorial service is what they're doing because they're cremating her because they're going to bring her back to Chalmette, Um, so she can be there with with uh, I guess where the family is. So we're going to have the service tomorrow night. You know, from uh, it's seven o'clock. I'm going to be doing the uh, the service there. So. you know, be praying for the family, uh, be praying for me, and hey, and if you know any really cool stories about her, please tell me. I, I know only a limited window of her life, you know, when I've been here, and and they tell me she's quite the prankster, and uh, I'm curious to, to know some of those stories as well. Uh, I, I like to learn about people, especially when I'm doing a, a service for them, you know, I like to, to make sure people know who they who they really were, and so we can properly honor their legacy, you know, so if you know any of those, please tell me. I'm you know, I'm going to be over there tomorrow uh, evening. Uh, now, I will not be in a suit for this funeral. Um, and, and that is because she could, she called me the blue jean preacher. And, and according to Barbara, it took her a little while to get used to my blue jeans, but she liked my preaching, so she got past it, she said. Because uh, she's been watching it online all this time since, you know, way before. So so I talked to Barbara. She said, you better not wear anything with blue jeans. <laughs> so I'm going to have a coat on and all that. But, you know, uh, just for her, I'm gonna wear, make sure I do the funeral with blue jeans, but yeah, be, be praying for the family guys. Uh, and they asked instead of sending a flower uh, or a plant, uh, according to Barbara, that nobody's gonna be able to keep it alive anyways, and they're not doing food because of the COVID, they asked that you would give a donation to your favorite charity. So uh, give a donation to your favorite charity in, in her honor. You know, you do something like that. Um, now with that, with that in mind, I, I have a great charity that, that you could possibly give to. And uh, I'm going to share a video in just a second. And uh, I've been talking about this for a little while. And, and you're laughing. But it's it's serious though. Uh, we're going we're gonna to raise money to send Bibles overseas. And uh, it's $25 a Bible. $1,000 buys 40 Bibles. I'd like to send a few hundred personally. And uh, so talking to business owners. Trying to get them to match different things. But I do have a short video I want to play tonight. Just so you can begin to see it. Uh, And and again, we're going to show it Sunday. So go ahead and kick that on just a couple minutes long.
0: Hi, my name is Jeffrey Dove, and I have the distinct honor of being one of your missionaries to the great ministry of Life Publishers, the producer of a great tool that you know as the Fire Bible, formerly known as the Full Life Study Bible, this great ministry tool has 77 articles on faith and conduct, has articles at the bottom of every single page explaining difficult passages in the text. It's got commentary, it's got concordance, it's got theme finders, it's got everything a serious student of the Word would wanna have. Now we're asking you, as you look to the future, what can we do to leave legacy in our world for the body of Jesus Christ? We're looking to you to help us with two editions of the Fire Bible in the Sinhala, or for Sri Lanka, and in the nation of Serbia. The Fire Bible coming out where we can give it to our workers and pastors, and they can have everything in this one book. You know, we will assist them. It's an incredible blessing. I'm really excited that we're going to have the Fire Bible in Serbian soon. And I'm really thankful to have the Pentecostal point of view. The so Fire Bible will be really helpful for us, especially because we have very few of translations of Bible and no
2: one with references. So because of the huge amount of references, that will be really helpful for us.
1: I am so excited about this Fire Bible, study Bible. We need that in Serbian language. And all what we need is there in this Bible.
0: God helping us, we are going to resource the countries of Sri Lanka and Serbia in their quest to win their nation for Jesus Christ. The Fire Bible, bringing the fire of God's word to the human heart.
1: So November the 22nd, that's in a couple Sundays. That's the Sunday prior to Thanksgiving. We're, we're going to be taking up an offering that day. Uh, for the fire bibles and again you know $25 is a bible in somebody's hand that's how much it costs to get over there so uh, I guarantee you this bible costs way more than $25 and probably about three of those at least maybe four and so you know what Be- begin to-, to talk to friends and say hey give me some money I want to give me some money I know Veronica sister Veronica that was here Sunday she went ahead and gave me some money just to put that towards your bibles so she's already sowed a seed into the Bibles. So we're going we're gonna to be doing that. And uh, you know what? If you don't have a charity and you want to give something, I think that would be a great place to uh, sow a seed in, in uh, sisters, you know, Nora's uh, honor, right, is sending Bibles over to another country that's going to impact people's lives forever. So just wanted to bring that to you. Um, and don't forget also please sign up if you're going to be, you know, staying for the Thanksgiving meal to make sure we have enough and that we know how to set everything up. Because uh, basically we got this Sunday, the following Sunday we're eating. Or, or in the French vernacular, we're going to mange, right? That's Yeah? Okay. All right. So I brought this flag out a few years ago. Um, it's called An Appeal to Heaven. And, and if you go back, I was talking to Sue earlier. If you go back, you can find some scattered history about it. And this flag's been around our nation for a long time. Uh, and, and basically... Through the, the history that you can find, George Washington, long before he was the president, uh, when they were having a battle against uh, Britain, Britain was a naval force. America had no ships, warships. Uh, and, and history tells us, according to what they can find, that he they think he bought six ships, and they think he bought it out of his own pocket. They're, they're not 100% on that part. But those ships had no flag to fly because our country didn't have – we weren't a country yet. And so he – Flew this flag something similar. There's no pictures of it. There's just some brief descriptions and and one of the the key points the two key points is an appeal to heaven over over when you where you have a queen or a king. If you go up in front, you can go up in front of the, you know, the the Senate or the house or all those places you can always appeal. Remember, what did what did Paul do? I appeal to Caesar, right? Okay, so so they could appeal to the king. But the king had a thing in place that a man or woman could always appeal to heaven over them, okay? And so that's where the term come from, an appeal to heaven. But on top of that, the pine tree, that there was a, a thing here in, in the U.S. that when the Indians would sign a treaty with another group, they would dig a hole underneath the tree, and they would bury their hatchets, and they believe that's where that term comes because this is an evergreen tree that lasts forever, that's that's how long the treaty is going to last, forever. And so this is a forever tree and appeal to heaven. So this is supposedly what they called the cruiser flag, which flow over the ships as they battled before the country was formed. Uh, it's just a symbol that kind of points our minds and gets us to focus where we need to focus. Um, is that history completely true? There's bits and pieces scattered through history books. But can you find it all in one place? Not really, you know. So, you know what, I'm not saying that's a 100% accurate history, but either way, it points me to heaven. Amelia's coming to see the flag. So, so tonight, I want us to pray for our nation. We're going to put some music on. I just want us to take a time and pray for our nation. Amen. Uh, again, there's so much division and things going on out there. We need to pray, guys. We need to pray. We've been praying, I know, for all the elections and all this stuff. But right now, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of craziness going on other than COVID, which is pretty crazy in other words. But. Uh, but we just need to continue to pray for our nation. So I wanted to take this time today, if we could do that, and we're going to put some music on and I'm going to probably come up and lead some prayer. And if you really feel God, you know, on your heart and now listen to me though, for our nation, okay. For our nation, you know, I'm not trying to endorse any candidates in this and any of that stuff. We're not doing any of that. It's not about the candidates. It's about our nation tonight. Okay. So we're going to play some music and we're just going to worship a little bit, you know, kind of get our our ourselves in that atmosphere, right? And then we're going to begin to pray and and really intercede for our nation tonight. Amen. So go ahead, you know, go ahead and start the the music up there.
2: Lord is my life. He's my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I My enemies will stumble, it's my foes who fall down. you see it
1: you a prayer real quick that Billy Graham prayed, just to kind of give you something to pray. This is our Father and our God. We praise you for the goodness to our nation, giving us blessings far beyond what we deserve. Yet we know all is not right for America. We deeply need a moral and spiritual renewal to help us meet the many problems we face. Convict us of our sin. Help us to turn to you in repentance and faith set our feet on the path of your righteousness and peace. We pray today for our nation's leaders. Give them the wisdom to know what is right and the courage to do it. You have said blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. May this be an era for America as we humble ourselves and acknowledge you again and alone as our Savior and our Lord, this we pray. another prayer that I want to pray. These are some prayers that I had found that that I thought fit our nation. It may help you with with something to pray about. Heavenly Father, we come before you today to ask your forgiveness and to seek your direction and guidance. We know your word says, woe to those who call evil good. That's exactly what we've done. We've lost our spiritual equilibrium and reversed our values. We exploited the poor and called it lottery. We've rewarded laziness and called it welfare. We've killed our unborn and called it choice. We've shot the abortionist and called it justifiable. We've neglected to discipline our children and called it building self-esteem. We have abused power and called it politics. We've coveted our neighbor's possession and called it ambition. We've polluted the air with profanity and pornography and called it freedom of expression. We've ridiculed the time-honored values of our forefathers and called it enlightenment. Search us, O oh God, and know our hearts today. Cleanse us from the sin and set this nation free. Set this nation free in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Father, our nation can only be healed by Jesus. Only Jesus. Lord, that's why we appeal to you tonight. There's been so much change in our country this year already. Let things change back towards you. The church has been waking up in in pockets around the world. Let the church wake up, let the church arise, let her grow from upon her knees. Not from upon the stages. Let her grow as she is humbled and scattered. Not enlightened with more lights and jewelry. Lord, I know that through your word as the church was, was pressed and scattered. That your word always went forth and produced. And men and women were added to the kingdom daily don't let the church miss this opportunity to reach a dying world that sits next door to him, sits across the table from them, or even next to them in the church house. And we appeal to you, God. Give us the strength once again, oh God, to rise up as the church, your church, and seek you And to seek you, oh God. Come on, stand with me for just a minute. We're going to pray. And I have something I want to share with you that's just been on my heart as well. Jesus. Just join me. Dear Heavenly Father, we come together as a body of believers in a royal parish, and we appeal to heaven tonight for our nation, God. Lord, my prayer tonight has been that the name of Jesus would be allowed to be spoken openly in the White House, the Capitol building, the state capitals, the parish seats, the city courthouses, the schools. Lord, once again, let the people turn to you, the author and finisher of their faith. Let us turn back to your word, O God, a nation that is, is correcting itself through the word of God, through the commandments that you have given us through the power of your Holy Spirit. So many men and women have turned away from the power of your Holy Spirit to, to try to, to find their own understanding of your word and apply it to their situation. And that's why we know that so many people are, are going astray and are so polluted right now. but yet think they walk in righteousness before you. God, we appeal to heaven tonight, God, for our nation as, as we go through this, this time of, Election, Lord, and I know there's so much uncertainty. Let the believer not be uncertain and let the believer not have a wavering heart that we know you are still on the throne and that you are still in charge, oh God, that you have never released this planet. You've never released us. That regardless who wins this election, we will pray for the new leader. As a unified body, we will stand behind the person that leads this great nation and we will pray humbly daily for them. And for our state leaders and city leaders, parish, county, let us truly humbly come before your throne for them daily, as your word says we should do, is to pray for them, not for political agendas. But because our heart yearns for you and yearns that they would fulfill their purpose in you. How do we appeal to you? The only person we can, <laughs> the only one that we can appeal to is Jesus. nation once again but especially in your church that the spirit of control and religion that has bound up this nation I break it right now in the name of Jesus Christ and the Lord rebukes you take your hands off of his church and off of his people their eyes would be open their ears would be able to hear the truth and their hearts ready to receive it in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, if you agree with that tonight, I want you to say amen with me. Listen, I want to share something. You can sit down for just a few minutes. I hadn't put no sermon together with all this. I ran across a picture. I I said, I haven't put no sermon to this. But, man, I I just can't stop thinking about this quote that I saw. I think I'm going to put a sermon to it. But I think we, got, we have it twisted after I read this. Listen to what it says. It says, a coach is someone who always makes you do what you don't want to do. So you can be who you've always wanted to be. That's simple, isn't it? A coach is someone who always makes you do what you don't want to do. So you can be who you've always wanted to be. And as I read it to you tonight, you know, I've asked this question for years as, as a track coach how, how I can have kids, have students show up to track practice and I run them till they throw up. I laugh at them, tell them to keep going, they'll feel better, and I run them some more. And when they complain about a cramp, I tell them run through it. And when they fall down on the ground, I pick them up and they show up tomorrow. And I've always asked the question, why? Because a preacher preaches a little bit too hard and people go to a new church. And I've always asked the question, why is it that these students at, at, at school and track and football and all that get nothing but yelling and and you name it, but at the church we roll out the red carpet, coffee, air-conditioned. Whatever, And people won't show up But those kids will show up there And you know what as I read that tonight I think I finally have part of my answer Because we see a coach As someone who's going to help us be Who we've wanted to be But we don't see the church As something that helps us become who God wants us to be Yeah We don't see the word it's something that's going to help us become who we're supposed to be. We don't see the preacher or the preaching of the word as something that God is releasing to us to make us who God wants us to truly be. We judge the word. Oh, he was good. Right? It wasn't good. You don't say that about your coach. <laughs> but listen to the, re- the last part of this. I'm not sure about the last part of it, but I'm going to share it with you anyways. But that first part got me. There's no glory in practice, but without practice there's no glory. I'm not not 100% on that one just yet. I'm still chewing. There's no glory in practice. Without practice, but without practice there's no glory. You know one of the hardest things as as a track coach to get a student to do was to put out 100%. You practice the way you perform. They would always ask me, Coach, how much are we running today? Enough. So we'd go run one lap. How many more we got? Enough. Because if I told them four, they wouldn't run hard until they got to the fourth one. Why? Because they know they're fixing to finish, and they won't act like they're tired, because if I don't see them tired, I'm going to run them some more. We come to church, and we don't think about that kind of stuff, do we? I think we've got our mentality wrong. I really do. I, I think we need to think about it in a different light. The church and all of its things that, that go along with it has a purpose. And its purpose, let me make sure I word it right and I won't mess it up. It's a place of people who sometimes make you do what you don't want to do so you can be who you've always wanted to be. Maybe we don't know who we want to be. Maybe we have no aspirations in Christ. Maybe our truest aspirations are to just make it to heaven. I don't know too many people that aspire to be a preacher or a pastor. Maybe in a televangelist or a worship leader or a lot of places that have these really cool lights on them. But maybe we should aspire to, that we're willing to run an extra three miles if God asks us to so that we can set at his feet today you know my coach used to make us run and run and run and run and run I can just remember we would go out on the three mile course and we'd run that first mile and if it wasn't fast enough we'd get back to the truck and he brings back to the beginning and at any moment you could quit but it was four miles back to the school and we do it over and over and over and over and over. I don't know how many times we do Man, we do it six, seven times in practice. We've had it for hours. But how many of us have put out that much effort to just say, God, today I've got to sit at your feet. It's not about a five-minute mile. It's about I just got to be in your presence today. Man. I just, I don't know. I know there's a sermon in there, John. I know there's one in there. I could probably take off and just keep talking about it for hours because what's inside, but I'm not going to. A Coach, maybe that's the Holy Spirit that we don't listen to half the time. Or it's the Word of God that we won't read. I have to get up out of here. That's crazy stuff, isn't it? That's crazy stuff. But I think that's that's where we're at, though. You know, I, I believe the first first century church figured out some things that if they would put forth a whole lot of effort, they'd get a whole lot back. And I ran across this other one, and then I'm I'm gonna pray with us tonight. I always love this one. I've heard it in so many different ways but I kind of like this one today. The devil wouldn't be attacking you so hard if there wasn't something valuable inside you. Thieves don't break into empty houses. I was like, that's, uh, there you go. There you go. The devil wouldn't be attacking you so hard if there wasn't something valuable inside you. Thieves don't break into empty houses. And the end of it says, read that again. <laughs> I've heard that said in many ways. But if you think you have no value. Then just picture it this way. Someone died so that you can live. That's what it cost. That's how much you're worth. You're worth his life. Oh, and by the way, he happens to be God. Willing to put up his life so that we could live. And we choose to live the way we want to. Instead of the way he asked us to. Maybe if God screamed at us a little bit more, it'd be better, Dave. (laughs) Maybe that's what it takes, honestly. I don't know. I don't see many people building churches like that, though. They probably build good believers. (laughs) So, but anyways, I'm going to stop meddling now. I said, just something's been on my heart in the last few days. So, guys, listen, Thank you for praying with me tonight and praying for those. I I know I've already got some text messages, people watching on Facebook. So maybe it's working better tonight. I don't know. Uh, Who knows? (laughs) Uh, You know, we just do what we do, and then I upload it later if I have to. I don't care. But listen, we need to keep praying for our nation, and not just because of an election. Not just because of an election. We need to be praying because we need Jesus in our country. we're always one election away from not being able to do it anymore. Seriously. You look at it, we're always one election away to not being able to do it anymore. So, remember to be praying for uh, Beth and her family. You know, we have the the service to be tomorrow at 9 o'clock. There will be visitation from 5 to 7 over at uh, Rose Neath, I think is how it's pronounced, right there in Acton. And uh, do that. And don't forget to sign up for for the Thanksgiving meal because we definitely want to be able to do that as well. And we've got the Bibles coming up. Man, that's a lot of stuff. That's okay. I'm looking forward to sending the Bibles. I'm, I'm serious, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm just really excited because, you know, I know a guy that got saved a little bit later on in life and smuggled Bibles into a country because he felt it was that their lives were that valuable most of us in here know Ron Paul and you know what I may not be able to go to that country but I know I can send some Bibles over there and help some pastors minister to some people that I will never on this side of heaven get to meet this side of heaven because one day I'm going to get to see them and I keep thinking of that number a thousand dollars since forty Bibles, and I'm like, that's not a lot of Bibles. A thousand dollars seems like a lot of money, but it ain't a lot of Bibles. And I'm like, man, we got to send some more Bibles, so we got to figure out how to do it, guys. So be praying with us, and and you know, because I'm I'm gonna be talking to businesses, or I talked a little bit about them matching with us. Listen, I'd love to raise about ten grand. Twenty would be good. To, I, I I can't do that because I'll just keep going up. When I start thinking about putting Bibles in pastors' hands that don't have Bibles, I get excited about that, amen. So let me pray for us tonight, and uh, go home, I guess. I don't know. It's a good night outside. So, Father, we, again, we we are so gracious and so humbled by you, your presence, your word, all that you've done for us. And Tonight, we get to stand here and appeal to you, oh God, not the Supreme Court, (laughs) Not the king, not the president, not a judge or anyone else. We can boldly go to you. And all of that is possible because of Jesus Christ and the work he did on the cross and the grave. So, Lord, we say thank you. We say thank you that we can come to you, and we say thank you that you hear and answer our prayers. Lord, just like in the book of Amos, when he would pray... And he would appeal to you that Jacob is a small man. He would stop. And he would do something else and he would pray. and Lord, we're going to continue to pray for our nation because that's what we do. We're going to continue to bombard heaven asking you for your mercy and grace because that's what we need. Lord, I pray for, for the family of Miss Nora that has that gone to be with you. She's in glory today. But, Lord, they're here with a loss, and they need comfort right now. So, Lord, I pray that you would comfort them and and give me words to speak to them as well, Lord, during the service tomorrow, that we may properly honor her and her legacy and the things she was able to do here while she was on this earth, but yet speak into their lives as well. So, Lord, I, I speak a blessing to your people tonight, Lord, that we will have more than enough in our homes, financially and physically and spiritually. And that we will be free from sickness, God. Keep us safe from the things that are trying to, to get against us and our bodies. And we ask this all in Jesus' mighty name. And if you agree with that tonight, say amen with me. Amen. Well listen, God bless you. Thank you again. And uh I'm gonna share this service online, guys. So hey, listen, so so for those that are online, if you want to give to the Bibles, you're still streaming, right? Mike, you're still okay. If you if you want to start giving to the fire bible. Go to newlifeag.church, and when you do giving, drop down to Fire Bible. You can go ahead and do that there. It's already in the, in the system. Drop down to Fire Bible. Newlifeag.church, giving, and it's already in there under Fire Bible. So if you're online and you want to go ahead and do that now, go ahead and do it. If you're in the church you want to do that now, you can go ahead and do that as well. Uh, but on the 22nd, we're going to come in, and we're going to find out how much we, we're going to bring in. I, Pastor Brother Chip, back to, I'm, st- I'm going to be messing with you on that for a long time. Uh, I think we need to count that that day when, when we get it, too, so we can celebrate with it. Amen? So, listen, God bless you. Love you. I'm going to keep talking, so I'm going to stop now. So, <laughs> God love you guys. Hey, keep praying for Dietrich, too. So, keep praying for her. And Lucinda's daughter, because she had her thyroids out, So and they have some more things to do with her. So.